This is Freedom Investor Radio, and I'm John Pearl. It hit me like a freight train when I realized there was a better way. When I discovered that I could take my future into my own hands. When I realized I could invest my way to freedom. This is what I'm working towards. In each episode of Freedom Investor Radio, we will explore the tactics and strategies used by the top real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. We will learn how you can start investing your way to freedom and take control of your life. Thanks so much for tuning in. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Freedom Investor Radio. I'm your host, John Pearl. And today I am joined by Dr. Jeff Anzalone, who is the founder of Debt Free Doctor. Dr. Jeff Anzalone, welcome to the show today. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing now, and how you got there? Okay, I'm going to try to keep this as, as brief as possible. I am a, a periodontist by trade. And a couple of weeks before I finished training, the group that I was supposed to be joining here in my hometown, they, they pulled the job out from under me, the job offer. And that really started me down the road to having a really bad scarcity mindset. And we had a two-month-old $300,000 in student loan debt. We had already bought a home interest only. <laughs> but the worst part for people that are professionals, whether you're a physician, dentist, attorney, anybody like that, you know that you learn, you go to school, you learn how to do that, but you don't, you don't learn how to run a business. So that was my biggest fear. You know, how am I going to do this? And luckily I partnered with a guy that let me rent space from him. He just said, look, you can use my staff. You can use my equipment. You don't have to take out any more loans, which was nice. And he helped, he helped show me the rope. So after about two years of doing that, you know, building my practice. I was still doing what I was doing in high school and college. I was mowing yards on the side. So I was the most well-educated yard guy in the country, probably at that time. You know, my current building that I'm in now and, and started my own practice. Now, during that time, the only financial advice that I really knew about mainly was from Dave Ramsey. So I followed his seven baby steps. We took us about seven and a half years or so to get out of debt, pay off student loans. We actually paid off that first house. And what was kind of weird about it was, you know, I had a whiteboard like the one behind me, you know, I had all my, all my debts, smallest to largest, you know, I'm paying them off, I'm marking them through and you spend all this time doing it. And then you get to the end of the road. It was like, okay, now what? It's almost like, I thought I would be a lot more excited, but but I'm really thankful for him providing that that information to get me there. But and I think where Dave is mainly lacking is yeah he gets people to that point, but then it's kind of like how do you want to build wealth? And and I guess maybe the majority of the country is is so much in debt that he just he has enough people to deal with. I don't know, but anyway, it actually took a snow skiing trip to start leading me down the this direction towards real estate. I was on a lift. I got off with my wife. Uh, we started skiing. A kid cut in front of me. I fell. And, you know, and instinctively when you fall, you fall with, you know, you put your hands down, it bit my wrist back. And luckily it wasn't like a major injury or anything, but I started thinking to myself, what would happen if I couldn't use my hands and 
you know, practice dentistry because it's kind of hard to, to pull teeth with your feet. So it's kind of like, what do you do? You know, you never think, you never think about getting hurt or getting sick until what you're hurt or you're sick. Right. That was a wake up call for me. And that kind of set the wheels in motion to start looking for other things to do. Eventually it led me to real estate. I, I was pursuing thinking that only active real estate was the only way, you know, to invest. Luckily I went to a meeting. They were talking about all different types of real estate investing, including passive different ways to passively invest that led me to syndications. And that has led me to what I'm currently doing now. That's great. So you, you started off, you had a lot of student loan debts, probably similar to a lot of people in your shoes. And, you know, from what I hear, a lot of people don't ever pay off that debt. So got some Dave Ramsey in your life and that's similar to my story. Some of the, the practices I picked up while I was paying student loan debt off kind of led me into the good money habits. And then, yeah, like you said, you learn how to get out of debt, but then you don't have, you, you don't really know what to do after you get out of debt. And for me, that was, uh, you know, Robert Kiyosaki helped me get into that. You know, I know you're a, you're a cash flow quadrant guy. So how does, how does the cash flow quadrant play into what you're doing now and how that knowledge that you picked up? Yeah, I know everybody talks about reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that they usually stumble upon it, you know, change their life, get them thinking differently. To me, really, that follow-up book, The Cashflow Quadrant, was really the wake-up call because it really showed me how kind of messed up I thought about money. Because I was thinking when I was working with that other guy as an employee in the employee quadrant that, hey, you know, if all I could do is is buy my own building, start my own practice, I'd have it made. I'd go from the employee to the self-employed quadrant. Nobody could tell me what to do. I would write the checks. You know, I could hire, fire. I was my own boss. And then I read that book and it was just like, hey, I'm nothing more than a glorified employee because, you know, I'm thinking that I own the job, but the job owns me. And if I'm not here treating patients, I'm not getting paid. And that was a, that was the wake up call. And, you know, he said 90, 95% of the people are on that, that left or what he calls the poor side, the employee or self-employed. And I think it's, you know, not only doctors, I think pretty much everybody, they're always thinking about ways to make money, how to make, or they're really thinking about their income. Like if, you know, you see coaches, you know, a coach will make 2 million a year and he'll go take a job for three and a half million a year or, or a player or somebody will take a job paying them more money. It, maybe it involves more time. Maybe it involves more shifts, working different days, weekends, whatever. It's always about focus on how much you make, 100,000, 200,000, 500,000. We're always focused on that. But what he talks about, it's more important to focus on how you make your money, not how much you make. And again, it's, it's a mindset shift. And once you realize that, and it really made me think about a friend of mine here in my hometown that his dad, he bought the gym, athletic facility and all that from his dad. Well, he can take off months at a time. The facility still, you know, the gym's still functional. He's got managers and, and all these people in place. He has a system in place to make money. I don't have that. And most people don't have that. And so it just depends on not everybody's built like that. Uh, I've got, you know, my brother is, you know, happy to be an employee. I'm the other way around. You know, I, I want to be my own boss. Now I'm getting to the point where, you know, I want to focus on replacing my active income with passive income streams 
not to buy more stuff. To me, money is a tool for time freedom. It just allows me to, because I mean, think about it. Once you get your basic needs met, I mean, if you can go in a grocery store and you can, you know, whatever you need, you can just go buy. I mean, to me, that's, you're really blessed to, you know, to be able to do that because you can meet your basic needs, you know, food, clothing, shelter. And, you know, once you meet those basic needs, you know, if you go from having to walk everywhere to having that first car, maybe it's a $5,000 car. I mean, you know how excited you are, but when you go from the $5,000 car to a, a 40, yeah, you may be a little bit more excited, but not, not from, so again, once you kind of get those basic needs met transportation as well, that to me is, is kind of what I'm shooting for. Again, it's just more time freedom. Yeah, a lot of great stuff there. And for anybody who's not familiar with the cash flow quadrant, the basic concept is you've got four quadrants. On the left side, you've got the employees and the self-employed. And on the right side, you've got the business owners and the investors. And long story short, you want to be on the right side as a business owner or investor to take advantage of, of taxes. Yeah, there we go. For anybody who's watching this, Dr. Anzalone's going to draw a quick display of what we're talking about here. Yeah. So so yeah, you want to be on that right side as the business owner and the investor. There you go. Left side poor, right side rich. So yeah, I was actually having a conversation with a friend. Uh, she recently uh, graduated as a doctor and she was working at a healthcare facility, but she wasn't enjoying the, the, the situation there. So she branched out on her own and she was thinking, as you were just saying, she was going to have the control there, but she realized that she, you know she's self-employed. She just got another job. She had to save up to take a vacation. You know, things come up. She couldn't. She couldn't make the time and uh, have the money to do it. So yeah, a lot of good stuff there. So Dr. Anzalone, let's talk about what Debt Free Doctor is doing. I, I see you're doing a lot of blog posts. I know you've got a lot of tricks to get those blog posts seen and viewed out there. You've done really well on the Google rankings, I, I, I've i heard. And so let's hear a little bit about what the Debt Free Doctor is up to. Yeah. And actually, the name comes from when I started the blog, I was really heavy on focused on following the Dave Ramsey. You know, he's all about being debt free. And so then that's where I got the name from. You know, I'm still pretty debt averse, you know, as far as consumer debt, credit card debt, you know, the the quote bad debt. But now I'm I'm more the more that I've learned about wealth and seeing how all these other people grow their wealth. You know, there are, there is some debt that's good, you know, based on used to leverage to buy cash flowing assets. Anyway, when I started the blog, I was I was writing all these articles, but nobody was reading them. Like, why why waste my money? You know, I mean, why waste my my time, energy, and money on doing stuff and nobody's going to read it? So, I took a course online. I think it was like maybe five hundred bucks, and taught myself how to find topics that I want to write an article on. Like, so for instance, let's say you're reading an article. Let's say it's about maybe passive income. And then you kind of read about it and you go, Hey, that would be cool to write on that topic. Well, this course teaches you how to use different SEO software to take an article or a website. You put it in the software. If you try to write an article on passive income, the, the likelihood of you ranking on page one of Google and being seen is like next to zero because it's so competitive. But what this software allows you to do, it allows you to look at some of the other things that you could write on pertaining to that. So you almost like you come through the back door and you can actually rank for passive income or something like that. If you write on a topic with a much lower 
difficulty, like a keyword difficulty. So it may be instead of the, the, the quote focus keyword is passive income. It may be something like, like more of a, what they call a long tail keywords, you know, something much more longer and specific. So the longer it is you know, passive income, that's pretty short, but you know, you could do like how doctors earn passive income while still treating patients. You know, if you find something like that, there's not that many articles that are being written for that. So what happens is on a lot of the articles that I've written, it may be on that, but it some of my top articles I'm ranking for two, three, 400 keyword phrases instead of just the one you're trying to do. So you have all these people searching for all these different things, yet it comes to your one article. And think about it. If you do that time and time again, you know, I'm publishing one to two articles a week, you know, over time, that's 52 or now I'm doing two a week, roughly a hundred a year, hundred two. I've been doing it for four years and it just, it's kind of like a, a, a snowball effect. It just starts driving more traffic. Fortunately, you know, that, that was the skill. It's basically like learning how to walk. If you're going to do all of this stuff that you're talking about, and if you're going to function in life and you don't learn how to walk, it's really hard to function in life, right? So if you learn that this one skill, which 99% of the people won't, won't take the time to do it, but if you do it, I guarantee you, you'll be very successful because I've spent $0 on advertising and I, I get tons of traffic for free. Oh, it's amazing stuff. So how are you finding the time to do all this stuff? I know, I know work-life balance is a big, very important to you. I know you're a family guy, you've got two kids and a wife and you're working a lot. So how are you finding the time to do all this stuff? You got helpers or what's going on? I've got really the only person that I really have helping is a, a guy that kind of helps me with my YouTube videos. And then he's got somebody to help me edit them. I read the book. I'll grab it over here. That really changed a lot of things to uh, who, not how, because we're so focused on that's what keeps us from doing things. Like that's what kept me for years starting a YouTube channel because you ask how question. How am I going to do it? How am I going to have time to do it? How am I going to edit it? How do I make these thumbnails? But instead, just find a who to do it for you and you can get so much more done. Yeah, but, absolutely. But kind of think about, you know, once you're going to do something like this, think about what do you want your hours to be? You want to work from eight to five, from seven to three, from, you know, whatever. So, you know, I, I have my hours that I want to, you know, I come in at work at seven, which is an hour before everybody else. I work, we treat patients Monday through Thursday. So I'm here an hour a day before anybody gets here. So that's four hours a week. So I get a lot done. Then anytime that we do surgeries once a week, well, it takes about 35 minutes in between when we put somebody to sleep and we work on them as they're waking up and we turn the, the, the operating room over to 35, you know, so I have a system down anytime I have any time gaps, I'm working on it, but I have my seven to three, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. So I'm doing all this work in there. And then I leave here, go to the gym for an hour or two, then I'm, I'm at home by five and there's my balance. So that to me, that's kind of my work, trying to stay healthy and then family balance. And for me, that's, that's worked pretty well. 
That's great. So you, you're taking advantage of the, you know, you're not working 10 to 12 hours a day on this stuff, but you're just chipping away at it and putting a little bit of time in each day. And over time, it kind of, it looks like you're doing a lot, which you are. So, so somebody goes to debtfreedoctor.com. What are they, they're going to find some educational stuff. Is it strictly education based or uh, what other ways are you helping folks get involved in real estate? Well, the, the way that I approach it is, I write articles or I produce videos on topics that I think people should know about in order to become financially free. So, you know, if you want to invest in real estate, well, you should know about cap rates. You should know about inflation. You should know about this or that. So anything that I feel is pertinent, any people that I come across that I think. So, for instance, I came across from a a friend of mine that I've invested in some self-storage with He's been telling me about this guy forever. I started looking into some of the interviews and some of the stuff that he does. He's an unbelievable tax strategist. You know, most of the time we have a CPA that that they just basically will do your taxes for you. This is what you made last year. This is what you owe the government. That's it. They file your taxes. This guy is all about, he's very focused. He's focused on people that own businesses and he teaches you how to exit that business from three to five years with setting up tax strategies. Some of them pertain to real estate. Some of them were some things that I'd never heard of about what you can do in order to decrease your taxes when you're a passive investor in a syndication. Never heard of some of this stuff. And, And so I was like, well, he would be a great resource for people that are coming. So anything that I think would be pertinent. I try to get them either on my YouTube channel or write an article or both. Great. What about, so you mentioned some self-storage. What are your favorite asset classes right now? What do you like to invest in personally? I like to look at everything as a whole, you know, kind of come out and get the 50,000 foot view and kind of look at what's going on right now in the country. You know, the inflation's up, prices are high, gas prices are up, food prices are up. Well, Okay, well, just just start thinking about, well, what does that do? You know, for a lot of people, the poor and middle class, what is that going to do? If you go and you look and gas is $5 a gallon, well, you're going to cut back. You're not going to drive as much. You're not going to take vacations. If food is sky high, you're not going to eat out. You're going to, you know, so you got to think about what is that doing to the comic? What is that doing? Look, look at the interest rates and mortgage interest rates are going up. So people that were excited about buying a home, you know, you read article after article, they can't buy them right now because the house prices are going up, interest rates going up. So now, in essence, people are not spending as much. They're not traveling as much and they're not buying or owning single family homes. They're, They're renting. So a lot of them are having to downsize. So to me right there, that can tell that tells you two asset classes, apartments. They're having to rent and self-storage, you know, if they're downsizing or if they're having to move, they got to have a place to put it. So that that's kind of how I like to look at things. So right now it's still apartment self-storage and I'm, I'm actually looking into some mobile home parks as well. Great. So I want to, want to pivot a little bit, you know, I know you're an extremely humble guy, but I want to hear your secret sauce. What have you done differently than others over the years to get to the point to where you're at today that, you know, maybe you could offer some tips to other folks. Just investing, professional, anything that comes to mind. I think within the last few years, what I've done 
is mainly two things. Number one is the way I approach things. I think about things maybe differently than most people. You know, a perfect example, I play a lot of tennis. I used to play a lot of golf. Well, with, with both of those sports, what you think you should do, it's really the opposite. You know, you think you should really muscle the ball, you know, muscle trying to hit it this, whereas you should be relaxed. And it's, it's the total opposite. So really, if you just look at what everybody else is doing or spending their money on or investing in, you just do the opposite, you know, and it's kind of funny, but it's, it's really true. The stock market's going down this and that, what is everybody doing? They're freaking out and they're selling, but what is, what is the small amount of people that are getting wealthy? What are they doing? They're just sitting back, waiting on it to get wherever they want it, and they put their money in. Same thing with real estate. So I, I think about things differently, and I'm willing to put in the time to outwork people. And again, with and I think that's why my blog has been, has been so successful, because literally when I started the blog, the only thing that I knew how to do was turn on a computer, and I could get to Google, and I could surf the internet. That's it. And I taught myself and everything was free online. I taught myself how to start a blog, how to write the articles and all that. Again, how many people are going to be willing to do that while they have a full-time job with, with family? Nothing against them. That's just what I wanted to do. And perfect example is in the book, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. You know, he talks about the different things. And he said, one of the biggest things in there that sets people apart is you have to have a, a burning desire you have to have a why. I have calls all the time with investors and they're just like, well, yeah, I, I reached out to you because I want some passive income. I, I thought it'd be a good idea. The likelihood of that person going through and, and replacing their income and all that, it, it's they're not going to do it. You, I mean, the people that come to me and go, look, I'm burned out. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this job. I have to get out in five years. You know, when they come and they're ready, so you got to have a burning desire, whatever you're trying to accomplish in life. And that, that will set you apart. Got it. What's one thing you wish now, you know, where you are in life, what's one thing you wish you knew when you were getting started out in terms of real estate investing that may be able to help some other folks out? That's a good question. I would say if you could either find a local mentor or somebody to mentor you, you know, what you're trying to accomplish, other people have done it. So don't try to reinvent the wheel go to them with your hat in your hand, be very humble. And, you know, one of my mentors in town here is one of the few billionaires with a B in Louisiana. And the guy spent like two and a half hours with me at his office. And I got home and I told my wife, I said, I learned more in two and a half hours than I did in four years of college. It just opens your mind to the possibilities out there where you think, oh, this is just impossible. And you're like, you hear this guy's story after story. And it's like, this is crazy. I mean, this is, you know, this happened to him and then this happened and it snowballed. So find and use a lot, utilize mentors, whether, like I said, whether it's somebody in your hometown, whether it's somebody that you meet online, you know, constantly meet, go to meetings, do meetups, network with people. There's tons of Facebook groups. I can't tell you how important that is. I didn't do any of that or that much at all early on. I'm doing more of it now. But if I would have done it early on, it would have been it would have been much I've been scaled up much quicker than than I have now. 
Yeah, the mentorship and the networking that's that's continued to play a huge role in, you know, where I'm at personally and even still even surrounding myself with other folks who are further along in the path than I am. It's it's still hard to sometimes you get that scarcity mindset like you were mentioning earlier. It's so important to be around other folks who are ahead of you and can can kind of help you break those limiting beliefs. So Dr. Anzalone, I've got time for one more question. It's the question I ask all of my guests. Just a little refresher, I work at a nuclear power plant that's shutting down in 2025, and my mission is to replace my W-2 income with passive income from real estate. So what advice would you offer to folks who are in my shoes? You're kind of doing the hybrid route right now, but what's some things you would tell us looking to escape the W-2 world? I think the thing that would keep you focused would be break it down into little chunks, because let's say you need uh, 120000 a year passive income. Well, that, that could sound pretty daunting, but, you know, break it down, break it down into months, you know, well, I only need 10,000 a month or I need 2,500 a week or I need, you know, and then from that way you can really focus on and write it down, you know, like I was doing the debt snowball, you know, write it down. Hey, I just got into a syndication and I put a hundred thousand dollars into it. Let's say you need a hundred thousand dollars to replace your W-2. Okay. That's what you're looking for in passive income. You say, okay, well, I just put a hundred thousand dollar investment or fifty thousand dollars. And let's say just to make numbers easy, I put a hundred thousand dollars in an investment. It's paying seven percent, so it's paying me seven thousand a year. I'm going to mark out that hundred thousand dollars that I need, subtract seven thousand dollars from it, and then you, then you'll be able to visualize it. You know, going down, and once once you start doing that and visualizing it, it's amazing how much quicker you're going to do it. Kind of like losing weight. You know, you put put what's your you know, you weigh three hundred pounds and you want to get down to two forty and you start marking it down, marking it down, and then you then you, you know that that gets the snowball rolling. So I think being I'm a visual learner, so having something visual to show you that you're looking at, not like hiding it in your phone. I'm talking about like putting it on a wall, putting it on your computer, putting it on the refrigerator. You know, if you're trying to lose weight and you're about to open up and get that brownie. And you see that, you know, you see that weight or whatever. It's like, ah, I think I'm going to go get the apple instead, you know, or the protein bars. To me, that's probably what I would recommend to you. That's great stuff. Dr. Anzalone, where can people find you if they want to learn more about what you're doing? They can go to uh, debtfreedoctor.com. I have a passive income guide that I put together. tells a little bit about my journey, but it's got some specific examples in there, kind of about what you were just talking about, how to replace different ways that you could, specific examples of numbers, real numbers that you could use to replace your income versus what financial advisors tell you. So they they can go to the website, uh, debtfree, actually debtfreedr.com forward slash free guide to download that. That's great. And I've actually downloaded it myself. It's extremely helpful. So I recommend everybody listening to go check that out. All right, Dr. Anzalone, thank you so much for your time today. Talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Freedom Investor Radio. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Thanks again for listening.